Good evening, everybody. Welcome Good evening, to Chair. Policy, Process and Revenue Committee, Monday the 24th of February, meeting number two. Uh, apologies for absence. Councillor Stockton. And... That's the only apology I've had. Right. Is Lucy on this committee? She Lucy, is. Lucy's she told is. me she sent her apologies. Oh, has she? Right. All right. So. And... Oh, no, on it. We knew that we knew that Bill had said yeah. apologies, so right. Lucy. Thank you. Okay. Um, any declarations of interest for no, anybody? I have none, Chair. No, but can I hold the room right just in case? Okay. <coughs> Ditto. Ditto. That's the same, yeah. Um, so minutes of meeting held on the sixteenth of December to agree they are a true and accurate yes, record. I know that. I'll second. All in favour? Yeah. I've left them upstairs, so if we are yeah. at the end of the meeting. Read them anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> um, request from the public, with no members of the public present. So we can move on to agenda item 80, finance, to approve and sign the January finance report detailing payments of £20,449.22 mm. and receipts of £6,282.10. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, I move. Who is that? I'll second that. And I do have loads of signing. I'm sorry, there's 14 pages. <laughs> I'm going to have to change my name to something shorter. Bob. Is it full signature on the first or last page? First page. Last. I'm lost. <laughs> Initials on the other pages. It is a long name to sign, item is to note no, to approve and sign the January bank reconciliation. Yes, we're in the pack. There is, that's in the pack, okay. Yes, it's in the pack. And yeah. to note that the current account will be moved from the cooperative bank to Unity Trust Bank by the beginning of the financial yeah. year. We know all about that everybody, yes. So agenda item eight two on the asset register. I've only got one thing to to mention, uh, Chair. The tangible asset civic regalia, there's a plus in that now, isn't there? For another two thousand pounds. It's the chain that was given by my mother. I've got oh. three thousand. Yes, it's That's there. It's in the, really. Acqu it's in the second bottom. Acquisition for twenty nineteen twenty. Lovely, thank you. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> have we taken the round of it now? Yeah. What about the um, equipment? It's all on the back page. That's all back page, yes. Right, okay. I move. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. All those in favour of accepting 
Agenda item H2, War Memorial, to receive an interim report from Ketchik Pierce Sanderson following a meeting with the clerk on the 29th of January. And you've got a copy of that, and mm. effectively, because of the weather, they've not been able to continue with the mortaring on the steps because they need a certain temperature, or the gold leafing on the railing, so they've done what they can, and it's going to be mid-March before they're going to come back to come Understand the book, huh? Yeah. Mm. So, and yeah. they're going to clear that with the um, War Memorial Trust. We have, we have cleared that with the War they're, they're happy with that, yeah. they're saying it's, it's understandable, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't like to be working up there in this no. weather. Oh, well, that's good. So it's, mm. We're only a year late with it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. there, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, right, now we, we've talked about this disabled path up from the memorial gates up to the memorial and Joe's got some costings for it. Um, I've only got one costing at the moment. It will, will, if the council decide to go ahead, it will need to go out for tender. But the ballpark figure is it's 330 linear metres up to £55 a metre. And that's for a tarmac disabled path with um, edged, barked edging to it. And the total cost of that is £18,150. Money well spent. That's and not before time. That's reasonable. I thought it was going to come out a lot dearer than that. Yeah. So, are you familiar with the disabled pass, Deborah? The pass from the gates to the war memorial. Yeah, yeah. The one we've got at the moment runs from just the near the, the hotel. Oh yeah. The side there, but it's in quite a bad state. I think roots and what have you have broken yeah. the tarmac. Yeah. And um, once, um, Mersey, if you build the houses there, the place where you can park nearest to that path will become. Just a little service road for the houses. And the house is definitely going to be built there then. They've got planning permission. Whether they'll yeah. actually build them or not, I don't know. But it just We've seems got to have the contingency plan, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. And what we were thinking, if we get this path in now, it's easier for people to get up there if they're in a wheelchair or on a scooter. And the other thing that we'd like to do, perhaps for the remembrance service, is liaise with the golf club and see if they would provide a couple of their little golf buggies so that we can take people from the car park up, yeah. up there. The other so. thing, by why you mention it, Chair, is that um, this uh, all-night parking in front of the two gates, and it's happening in the daytime now, so I think we, sh we should put some something in front of them after it's completed, in case we want the fire engine to go through our ambulance or anything. We should look is at it, it residents parking though, is it? Sorry? Is it residents mm. parking there? <clears throat> no idea, I'm not committed no. to that. All yeah. that I know is parking there at night time. Me and, <coughs> me and Councillor Neil go up regular. I've not been up there at night though. And yes. I don't know why they do because there's mm. plenty of room on the forest So that figure doesn't include, because originally you spoke about having a splayed out at the top. At the yeah. top. So that they'd be hard standing. Yeah. So it doesn't include. This is still, I'm still itself, yeah. impressed with the price. Actually, I know it's a ballpark figure, but I, I mm. thought it would be 
easily travelled on. And these are the people who've done the cemetery? Right. Because yeah. while they were on the site, I said, can you just go I and think, give me a book? I call? think as well, um, what this council doesn't know, or any councillor, um, and I'm not being personal, is that um, if you have a meeting with the company up there, and it is past that uh, I'd like to be there because it was me who had three water lines put in when I planted the 250 trees up there for the Queen at the Jubilee. So I know where they are. Where, where they yeah. are. Okay. So can, uh, can we haven't got this budgeted. Can you say, Clark, just before you say, sorry for interrupting, the edge, what was the edge again? Timber. Timber. I'm against the timber yeah. edge. Mm. I think the timber edge, we're just asking for it to be renewed in five years. I think if we're going to do the job, let's do it properly and let's edge it properly or else otherwise... Edge edges. Yeah, a concrete edging because otherwise the timber's going to rot every three, four. At the same time, if that's what you're proposing, it wants to be the same type as what's been used up the cemetery. Yeah, they're concrete edges. That's it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that time, yes. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, it probably lasts longer than me, but I don't want to give another council a job of having to replace the timber in three, five years' time. It's false economy. Mm. Yeah. So what I will do is go back to them and ask them to re-quote with concrete edging. Yeah. Um, and then this would need to go on to full council to agree the budget yeah. for yeah. this to come out of yes. reserves. Well, they have to go out for three quotes as well. Yeah, can I, can I, another thing, can I say to you, Chair? It's only because, um, you know, I know a bit about it. When we, uh, I want to, we want a bit of a sleigh, it's uh, a bit of um, a bit of a dart shape when we go like that and then get the path of the moorer because if anyone goes through the gate, if you understand yeah. me, it'll yeah. be bogged down. Yeah. If it's yeah, straight the, cramped. The pedestrian gates. Oh, so it's yeah. a display out from the gate. Yes, because there's two pedestrian side gates, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you don't mind me saying. I think, that, I mean, the, the idea of explaining out when you get up to the War Memorial itself so that we've got a nice area for remembrance services, yes. that's something we can discuss at our full well, council, well, whether yeah. we can actually... Um, increase the budget to cover that. Yeah. It would be nice, especially with the centenary coming up. Yeah. Soon. I think that, it will make a difference to the quote with the concrete edges. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. I should say that's only a ballpark figure. You've got to go out to tender. Mm. Although I'd be very much in favour of using a company that's doing such a good job at the um, cemetery. cemetery. I think we've got. I don't know. It's a year or two years before the centenary. Two, isn't it? Two. Two. I think. Yeah. yeah. It is two. 22. Yeah. I thought it was built in 21. Eh? I thought it was built in 21. Yeah, I can't remember, but... Anyway, it should be done for them. Oh, it'd be yeah. done well. 1921. Yeah. 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 yeah, OK, thanks, Joe. 84, then, extension to Tarvin Road Cemetery. Uh, these works are as complete as they can be. The only outstanding is turfing and uh, grass seeding. I went up and met with the contractors and Harrison and uh, Design Development last week. Harrison Design Development haven't used AJK before and they said they've been really impressed with the standard of the work. Oh, well, we've been up and I'm totally impressed with what they've done yeah. under the circumstances. Yeah. And for the disruption 
they'd cause no disruption really they're to be highly recommended and that's why I say we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot if we go any further uh, looking for someone to do the uh, memorial path but we have to do what we have to do yeah. Yeah. so I'm presuming then that the seed in the waiting for the weather the to improve the weather. they're going to turf as much as they can uh, but the same turfing at the moment will just make a muddy mess yeah. and this is the wrong time of the year. Oh, yeah. So they're going to leave the security fencing up so that the area is protected. As long as that security fencing is up, the insurance for that area, if anybody wants to get onto it, is covered by the contractors. That's it only right. becomes our responsibility again once the rain has come down. Great. And are we still not able to actually use that uh, part of the cemetery for a year? The contract, the Harrison Design Development are recommending not. AJK are seeing, saying that they see no reason why it's we not, can't. I, they've not disturbed it. Because of, well, because there's been so little disturbance and also because of what Nothing what's in the ground, whatever the material is, it's not clay. Through the chair, yeah. I think it was muted at the meeting that we had with the developers of that, um, of, with AKJ and the people that we got to survey it they said that it's a recommendation you don't yeah. but it's not written in stone if but we I needed think, to because as councillor um, pennington's just said they've not disturbed anything they've not touched nothing they put, they put six inches of soil on top of the grass it was there all the right so they've nothing. not dug down to put the road in nothing that's all they've done dug okay. the road. well if we can avoid using it as long as possible Okay, thank you. So, 85. To discuss the guidance on managing a cemetery during a pandemic and degree actions. Right, this is because of what's going on at the moment. The government have issued a series of instructions, and EDGE, who uh, provide the cemetery software, have also issued um, suggestions. The pandemic, pandemic hasn't been declared yet. No. But in the event that it will, um, it's expected that we that the pandemic would go on for a 16-week period, that deaths would peak in weeks six, seven, and eight of the 16 weeks, and that we need to plan in advance if a pandemic is declared for graves to be dug. Um, it's an, anticipated that over that period we would have the entire 12 months worth of burials happening within that 16-week period should this happen. Uh, so we're being given advice on how to dig graves and where they should be. So because any of these graves would most likely be in the new area, we can't dig side by side. No. So if we had to prepare six graves in advance, they'd have to be staggered across the area yeah. because otherwise you've got danger of landfall. Right. There's also an issue if we're wanting to reopen existing graves, if there were three alongside each other, then again there's a risk of landslide if they're all open at the same time. Yeah. So there is a set of guidelines. I'm hoping, obviously, that it won't come. Thank God, we don't need it. It won't come to that. Yeah. Mm. But um, the example that they've quoted here is uh, for a cemetery doing 30 burials a year, which is roughly what we, we do, do here. Um, so uh, graves will need to be dug from when a pandemic is declared. Um, and it lists when they should be dug, so three in the first week, three in the second week, although we're not expecting to be using them till the sixth week, but we need the graves to be dug. It's also saying that depending how many 
uh, cemetery or burial grounds that Gravedigger is working on, is time will be in huge demand. So we need to prepare for needing perhaps additional grave diggers. Um, but hopefully it won't come to that. That's generally um, dealt with by the funeral director, though, isn't it? Not just we don't um, instruct on. We don't instruct. We we don't employ the grave digger. The, the funeral director instructs them, but they instruct the one that we request them to use. Right. Okay. So, um, are you asking uh, Clark that we adopt this as a policy? I'm just asking you to note, really, that we've really got no option. Choice, that is what we have to do yeah. in the event. Yeah, or have the government that yeah. happening. Are you yeah. circulating that to our local undertakers? No, but I can do. I think it might be a good idea. Be helpful mm. because then if this is if this is chair, if this is happening, and I hope it doesn't, this would surely interfere with the council's working. Well, here we are. Well. This was a, this was the next thing. The cabinet office have put out some uh, checklist for organisations today as to what we what an organisation needs to do to plan, because you also have to plan on the basis that you'll have no admin. Correct. Uh, that the no councillors, that the grave digger becomes ill. Yes. So need to think around the box as to what happens. So what the cabinet office has done, and this has only come today, so I've not gone through it yet. They provided a checklist on what we need to do, how we need to plan. So I'll go through that checklist and bring it back right. to full council meeting. Right. But it also talks about putting reserves in place in case you need to employ temporary staff um, to cover illness, yes. uh, whatever the reason is. Uh, how we communicate to employees, what we need to tell external organisations, how to allocate resources to protect employees during a pandemic, policies to be adopted, um, and guidelines are all being provided by Cabinet Office. Right. right, so this is not just in relation to the current situation no. with any pandemic. Um, any pandemic, they're <coughs> reissuing the guidelines in the light right. of what's happening mm -hmm. at the moment. I, I'm surprised really that they would continue to allow burials. I thought they might have insisted on cremations. Nation. No, they can't. No. Uh, well. the end it's going to depend on what I agree with the Chair. I think the um, Local free and law directors should see sight of what they need to see sight of, mm -hmm. and uh, you can't need to keep us informed of yeah. when we need to be informed on what we need to it be. It may informed. be that their their association, yeah, yeah, they yeah, I would imagine, will have yeah. issued something to well, them. Uh, yes, they will. Should that document, through the chair, should that document be circulated to all the full council members? <coughs> Say it, I don't think it's just. I don't think I've circulated it at all. Okay. Yeah. Is it confidential? Not that one. We've been on the website. I'm at the point pandemic bonus. Well, I, I, I will circulate it to all councillors. Okay. I don't know whether because of the sensitive nature, yeah. it's appropriate to put that on no, our think, website. I okay. think it might be wise to see JW. That's my view of yeah. that, personally. I think if you're taking what we've taken into part B before about certain mm. funerals being yes. done, I think that should sit in the same yeah. Yeah. wallet and it should be private. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. So moving on to 86 website. Uh, the communications report, unfortunately, the gentleman who provides this has <coughs> had an accident and he hasn't been able to. Um, it's broken me down. Oh, 
So he's not been able to produce no. the report, so I'll get that as soon as possible for you. Uh, no. Okay, and then to note the work required to ensure the website complies with the new mm. website yes. accessibility guidance by September. Yes, got to, so. Right, we don't have an option on this. The website does need to comply with accessibility. In the first instance, we're going to go to uh, Warren Rabbit. Rabbit. Rabbit, yeah. yeah. The gentleman who runs it is called Warren. Oh. Which. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not a relative of yours, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's <laughs> a donkey, but no. <laughs> um, so, yes, we're going to see what he can do in the first place. There are some things that uh, Liz and I can do in the office. So, just to give you some idea, um, anybody accessing the website needs to be able to use a keyboard instead of a mouse. If, for example, somebody had Parkinson's and wasn't able to operate a mouse, they need yeah. to be able to navigate using one touch. Uh, browsing settings need to be changed so the content can be made bigger. It can at the moment, so we meet that. Um, all the content needs to be able to, for somebody to use a screen reader that would read the contents out to them. At the moment, anything that's got a tab flashing across the top or is in a table can't be read by a screen reader. So we will need to change the format of the minutes out of tables if they can't be read. Yeah. But that's, that's not an no. impossibility. We don't need to retrofit it, so we don't need to go back and change what we've done before. We just need to be compliant by September. Um, the fines are huge if you're not compliant. Uh, many of the disability representative groups and lobby groups are well aware of this legislation and will be looking um, where organisations, particularly local authorities, aren't compliant. Um, yeah, but we as a councillor want to be as accessible to anybody yeah, as exactly. possible anyway, so... Are we still going to be able to keep our calendar? Yes. Um, I, did, I have asked the question about the podcast, because that's only accessible to hearing people. And there, there is a, a clause in the legislation which says where, where it would be too, too onerous to provide that in another format, then we can say that unfortunately it is only available in that format to people who can hear. Anybody who can't, we have the minutes, it's not the same as the podcast, but it's as close as we can get. But so we can that would that be readable anyway, so that's yeah. all right. Yeah. So things like where we've got um, images, we need to be able to provide text instead of the images. So something that would say, this is a picture of our mayor. Yeah. Uh, transcripts for audio and video. We don't provide transcripts for audio. I have looked at some software that will do that, some free software, but it would just need so much work on it. It interprets, it's um, AI and it interprets things in a peculiar way. I used it for one of the meetings where we were talking about the memorial and it picked up the theme of memorial and just kept running with it even when we weren't talking about memorials or deaths or anything else and just kept putting it into sentences. So it's not ideal. Um, but it's better that we can provide that for some, if not all, because the original suggestion was take it down if you can't make it accessible. I think we just need to think a little bit more about what we're actually putting yeah. on the website. What about logos like these Cheshire West ones? They're, they're fine. Logos are okay. They're fine. I need to run this through a screen reader because there's lines on it and I don't know whether that will cause an issue with having the lines on yeah. it. Because I use it a lot, what about events that we put on? Will we be able to use yeah. those still the same way? <coughs> 
yeah, that's absolutely fine. Okay. It's just we need to think about things like putting the alternative text on them and that sort of thing. Yeah. Providing a short cut to cut teeth. Oh, what about people putting things onto the website, like our compliments and complaints thing? They'll still be able to do that. They'll be able to yeah. do that. Okay. Yeah. Some of the colours we may need to change. Yeah. Uh, we need to make it appropriate for people who are dyslexic, so we'll be able to change the background colour, um, which I believe we can do, uh, but you need to know how to, and it's not clear on the website. So we need to put some buttons on saying... I think it's different when you're looking on a notebook computer, because you've got the thing here at yeah. the side for changing the size of the font and what have you. So it's something that leads us to and I'll come back with a cost as soon as I've yeah. got that. Really, to be honest with you, the cost of material, isn't it? It's got to be done to, be done, to uh, go That's with legislation. We, we could take the opportunity to simplify the, <clears throat> the page, the front page, so it's not too busy. You know, there's an awful lot on that front page. <coughs> the problem at the moment is divided into three things. <coughs> yeah. So to redesign it into something else, we'll need a complete redesign, yeah. mm. which isn't necessary under these guidelines. Yeah, okay, but what we put it into those panes might be, could be simplified. Mm. Okay. Right. So, agenda item 87 reserves policy. Did we have anything from Chalk on reserves policy? The Chalk one is the, is, it's um, and Nalk, the it? SLCC agreed this with, with Nalk. With no okay. yeah. I happened to have a word with uh, Jackie Weevil. We went to a very, very uh, a marvellous planning meeting. Why we didn't have people off our planning committee there, I'll never know. It was free to chat members. Um, and I had a word with Jackie Weaver, and she was suggesting that, um, that policies check vary, um, but the ideal situation would be a six months policy. When was that for meeting? It was at Tarvin. It, you, you see, a lot of people, we get a chart bulletin every week, and I do press that people should read it. Go through it and read it. This meeting was brilliant at Tarvin, wasn't it, it Judith? It, yeah, it was hosted by Chalk, but the people doing the presentations were from Cheshire West Planning mm. Department. We had a, a lady who talked about neighbourhood plans, a gent who talked about Section 106 money and the community infrastructure levy. Mm -hmm. A guy did a gen great presentation on um, how planning applications are processed and what material considerations are. And an enforcement officer. Yeah. They are going to send us the, um, the slides, the slides from it. I would urge people to read their child bulletins because child do some amazing courses and the planning one was just the best I've ever been and it overrun it was so popular it yeah. overrun it was so good so it's yeah. not the same planning one that I went on for training with John no no it was no. planning one and planning two I went to there was a sudden training course it was it's a meet the planners it was meet the planners but it, it yeah. then gives you the benefit that if you're sat around a table you can put your voice in and say well that won't go through because of that because he said that that's what the yeah. planners take into consideration yeah, yeah. and particularly things about the neighborhood plan and particularly if you haven't got a neighborhood plan you only get 15 percent of the levy and not the 25 percent oh, yeah, of the that, levy yeah, yeah. so it was just generally a, a great thing yeah. i knew yeah. i knew that yeah. I, mean, I think they'll probably do it again next year 
Hopefully. It was good. Yeah. So uh, we got sidetracked then. Yeah. We were talking about reserves policy. So you've noted the current policy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, our current one doesn't mm -hmm. really talk too much about earmarked reserves, does it? Yeah. It's more about the general reserve on here. Yeah. So Chair, my problem with this is having worked in um, business, the amount of reserves you had, to, you were allowed to keep, uh, were clearly defined. There were upper and lower limits depending on what we came, we were doing, and the policy that I've, that I've read has no mention of upper or lower limits. Just a, a, a notional no. thing that we spoke no. about of three months. That's right. There are no set limits. There's no set limits. between three. Well, between three to twelve months is what is the recommendation. Great. There's no upper. There's no lower limit, but the internal auditor will start looking when you've got more than precept in reserves. Okay, so what I'd like to ask is, through the chair, whether this can be raised at full council and we can discuss it with the rest of the councillors as to what the... Well, this, is, this process here is to make a recommendation okay. and then that recommendation goes to full council, so full council would discuss it. Right, so what do we do? Formally review the document? Well, we're, we're doing the review now. We're just okay. going to make recommendations to full council. Well, I'd, I'd like to see some more formal wording around what the upper and lower limits are. Though, though this is what it says. In, um, there was also another document that came out that I've circulated with the minutes, which was a NALC document. Yeah, the, the NALC. That NALC was so. advice note. No, it's an Sorry, it was about SLCC. Yeah, but with, in the, with NALC. Yeah. Um, this say this say clearly says here. With regard to general reserves, the question of size is often asked. The advice is that revenue should usually lie within the range of three to six months gross expenditure, but that amount should be risk assessed and approved by council. Hmm. Earmark reserves are different to. There is no minimum or maximum. Okay. According to the local government advice, three to six months means that we're we're way outside that at the moment because we've got about two hundred and fifty thousand in reserves. That's total. That's not so some of our general, general isn't it? Yeah. Earmarked is separate from the general. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But even so, we're way over what we should be. If we were going on a six month, then the reserves, the minimum reserves you would want would be one hundred and fourteen thousand eight hundred and thirty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. That deliver as we want. Oh. The, the reserves that we've got what? now, how much is earmarked? How much is general? Currently, general reserves are 226, 8,950. No, 226,895. That's our general reserve. Yeah. And then we have our current account, which has 181,000 in it of which we're anticipating, I'm talking off the top of my head, probably 150 going out because we haven't yet paid for the burial ground or the full cost of the war memorial. So yeah. can, can I just ask, you know, the general reserves is 226,895. Is some of that earmarked? No. So that's just... You've not earmarked anything? No. That's too much. We've got cemetery, some cemetery reserves earmarked, haven't we? No. From the uh, budget that we did, we have uh, a contingency of just over 40,000 and that 
no, a 15,000 contingency and a 40,000 pounds general reserve. <coughs> well, I thought we'd so agree. So none of that. Don't we earmark income from the cemetery? That's what we're supposed to do. Well, it, it, goes, it goes into a separate... But we don't know how much we're going to get, so right. we can't... So if we used up what reserve we've got for the cemetery? Right. We've been earmarking income from the cemetery. Well, the income from the cemetery goes into a budget code and stays in that budget code. Mm. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the general reserve. So it doesn't to do with the general reserve. So it's reserves. an earmarked reserve. Yeah. So we have got that in reserve. Well, it's not classed as an earmarked it's, reserve. It's a budget. It's a budget we, I think I agree with the chair here. We agreed, did we not, Councillor Pennington, to earmark all cemetery uh, revenue to be ring fenced, not to be used for any other council business Listen, other than the cemetery. Yes, you're quite right through through let 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 me put this in right now. And it's not me, it's what the government and the law says. We're supposed to have so much money in the cemetery for the maintenance when it's full. Yeah. It's not me, mm. yeah. not you, it's not yeah. nobody. That is the law. Yeah. We should, and the trouble is, this council, not this one, mm. councils before, have put money there, and one year 44,000 was swiped to go somewhere else on this, on that, on the other. Instead of it being kept for the cemetery, for when it's, people... It's the um, law, yeah. like St Lawrence's, yeah. it's like, it's the law, but we are all, this is our burial ground, yeah. and by law, the Acts of Parliament, you can go and ask anybody. Yeah. That's what it means. You're supposed to have a large amount in there to carry on after it's full, for the maintenance, for the life. But that's not in this general reserve. It should be an earmark. It reserve. should be. It should be an earmark. And that's what, I, that's what I've been saying for a long time. Because time-time. that's why. Well, that should be the general not the general reserve. No, yeah. that's why it's showing so high. Because the earmark funds have been, if I correct, yeah. Councillor Do- uh, Councillor yeah. Hunter, yeah. since 2015, it's been earmarked. You're correct. I keep saying so it. it should be shown. So what I will do is look at the end of March what income that we've had for from the cemetery and then bring to council to earmark that sum of money yeah. for reserves for the cemetery. It's on an average, on an average, it might be a bit more now because we've got no animal. But on an average, we used to have £10,000 and 7000 used to come out for... Administration of the office for the paperwork for burial and all that, yeah. and it arranged to seven thousand. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Soon as um, as soon as the other clerk, it disappeared. And no other councillor to ever took it up. And I keep pushing it because I think this, this year we've got we've to look at taking an income of thirteen thousand yeah. today. Yes. yes. But not yeah. be kept separate. And so that will come back so to that council to earmark that thirteen thousand yeah. as a reserve, and then going forward. What's could I ask chairman before we leave this? What happened when we agreed for so much every year to be put in it and been then ring fence? Where's it gone? 
Well, it should be in the amount. It will be in the, It will just be in that general two hundred twenty-six thousand figure. Well, the, recommendation, well, the recommendation well, should be then that we take that out and put it back <coughs> into the reserve for the cemetery because you. we cannot find all that money back that should have been going into the ring fenced account for the cemetery. Keep yeah. challenging. So well, how far is that? Well, well, yeah. 2015. You should backdate it to 2015. Yeah. Because that's when it was ring fenced. And it's, it should be there in the, the account easily. Yeah. So it's money that's come in from the cemetery that's now in the general reserves. But it should it's that need general. to go back into a yeah, separate. Yeah. 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 Exactly. The because what the on. maintenance yeah. of it, love. What yeah. Councillor Pennington's saying, when we're all dead and gone, yeah. for our cemetery to be kept yeah. in the manner that it is now, mm. in a fantastic condition, you're going to need the money. Yeah, yeah. Now that money can't be budgeted every year out of the council's budget because the preset then would be different. Yes. So the thing is, is what you do as a council, you earmark every year, ring fence money, yeah. so that that's not being so, spent. Yeah. So how much are we looking at, Vera? Or what, what is the deficit? I think 10,000 10, is probably is the, the minimum. Yeah. 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 So if you're looking, so you're looking 10, at 50,000. No, yeah. they said, wait a minute, Clark, through you, Chair, sorry. Yeah. It should be 13,000. We haven't got an Andy man now. We haven't got an Andy man. Well, um, I know, but I, I can't possibly split your maintenance contract between the cemetery and everything else. Well, who's going, to pay, who's going to pay your wages um, for the administration costs of the burial ground? Well, look, that because is, that it does is, come out of it. Out of salary. <laughs> This is but what I'm saying, it's got to be looked at more deeper than that. No, the earmark reserve for the cemetery should sit in an earmark ring fenced account yeah. and not be spent until the burial ground's full and then you need to spend it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. alright. The minimum's yeah. got yeah. to be 10,000. I mean, I mean, the minimum's interest. got to be 10,000. Well, it's, it's, it's got to be what... Well, it's sat in that account, is. earning interest. Mm. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's it's just, yeah. But just going back to that figure of the unallocated reserves of 226... Yeah. And the advice being between, between three and twelve months, then twelve months would be two hundred and twenty-nine. So it's not it's not horrendously over. If you set the reserve at six yeah. months, mm. then it is. But if you were going for twelve months reserves, then it's three thousand under. That's right. So it depends. We were put in a situation in in my time on this council when we had to put the precept up by fifty percent because. Where it went, it went to keep the precept low. And then we came in as a council in 2016 and we had to put the precept up by 50% because there was only 46,000 in reserves. 45,000 if you want to be precise. There was only 45,000. I never want this council to get to that situation again. You know, if you don't spend it, you don't spend it. But the thing is, I do appreciate you don't need mega 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 bucks but i want to make sure that we've got at least six months in contingency i agree i think it should be six months i think that that amount and the other thing is you've got two very big ideas that's being banded around at the moment if you don't have that money in contingency uh, in in reserves, you're not going to be able to afford it. Not this year, not next yeah. year. Those so projects should be costed on a per project basis, shouldn't they? Mm. I I would be tempted to go nine months more, just so you get that little bit, that little cushion. That I edge. just think it needs to be clear if it's been agreed that you've got some money in fence, then that needs to be. 
Suddenly, one hundred and fourteen thousand eight three nine fifty. If it was the six months, yeah. Plus the fifty thousand, yeah, for the burial ground, yeah, making a total of one six four. Yes. Which again is yeah over, but it's not horrendously over. Mm -hmm. yeah. Once you factor in that fifty thousand pound to earmark for the mm -hmm. burial ground. Mm -hmm. So you propose in a nine months period, Councillor Critchley? I'm just thinking, just, I, I know people will be against it because they don't think we should have money in the bank, but sometimes we may just need that little cushion. Anything can happen. So well, you can have a pandemic. You see, yeah, a pandemic, and no one will care. You see, be a lot of it. I mean, if we, what, if we, what if we did want <coughs> to build our own offices? What if we did... Mm. Well, I think we, we could only earmark reserves then if there was an agreement at full council that mm. we should do that at some stage. Yeah, I think you can't just earmark it in case a project comes along. I, understand, I, I would have thought it was for things like if there was if something broke. I can't think of an example. Well, the thing is, if something unexpected happened, this guidance. Well, the thing is, Councillor Moss and Jones, we we're not certain of being in this building. We can That's we can be mean. released from this building at any time. In twenty eight days. In twenty eight days, we've so we've got. What are you going to do? We've got no lease. Mm. So the thing is, is that you do need some contingency there. I'm I'm in agreement that I I know that there is wanted a policy, and I'm I don't mind whether you decide six months or nine months. I'd be in agreement to no, both of those no. figures. And I, I, I think I'll I'll go I'll second. I'll second you because for this no, but you, you do require a cushion. You're dealing now here with ratepayers' money, and if we don't succeed in maintaining things and everything, then it, it falls beyond us. Yeah. No one's better than anybody else in this room, so it's better just have that small cushion. It's not long. I think, month. I think chairman as well. I I feel a lot better that yeah. we've now got that money that we ring fenced that's been taken away from cemeteries now that that's coming back in and to be ring fenced yeah. because all right it might not be in our lifetime but somebody's got to maintain that in the manner and the state of dignity this slcc document with the example policy for wonderland parish council it gives some very important bullet points there for what earmark reserves can be held for and they are for things like say if we did have a vehicle we could have an earmark reserve for maintenance or replacement of that vehicle, because that applies to any equipment that we might have. We can carry forward an underspend for some services, because you know, you know, like with the the war memorial and the cemetery, if we didn't pay that off in the, the current financial year, we could carry that forward as an earmark reserve, but only use it then for that. Thing. Well, you brought up a very you valid point, Chair, because we are, with this at the moment, we are very, very being well looked after, touch wood, by Northwich Town Council. But there might come a stage when we don't think that that is necessary, and we might have to buy a van again, and we might have to go and buy tools again. Mm. So the ifs, buts and maybes of it, I think we have got to keep yeah. a fairly healthy reserve the policy. The other interesting one is that... Um, that earmark reserves may be set up from time to time to meet known or predicted liabilities. Now we could say that the dis disabled path up to the war memorial is a predicted liability because we know that the, the land at 
Forest Hills, Mersey View, is at some stage is not going to be available to us. Mm. So we could earmark yeah. money for that, for path. that path, even though yeah. we haven't actually agreed to do the path yet. Yeah. We know that it's something it's that we are happen at some point. So we could put that also. So we'd have the 114 plus the 50,000 plus. You could I, could I just may I just give you a little instance if you allow me, just five seconds. The better ground, me and John Curry got that off the doctor. I can say it in public. We sat down for twelve hours and we talked and we talked nicely to each other and that's how we purchased that that cemetery. Unless you'd have been going to Winsford to put flowers. On. That's why me and him did it with the doctor. He owned the land. And let me tell you, since 1994, since 1994, we, I can say it in public, £196,000 have been wasted by this council. Not one penny has been put away for maintenance or anything. I've got proof of that at home, and you have down at Elsbyn London's. That's what's salted away, and that's what's snack Pennington, and they've all laughed at me, but it's coming to a head. I can see it coming to an head. We've got to plan now and stick to it. Mm. Okay. okay, so looking at those figures, this, I'm just going back to the six months yeah, ago yeah, for that's now. Fine. 114,839, 50,000 for the burial ground, 20,000 for the memorial path, gives 184,839. Mm. So now the reserves are not looking as though they are. No. Could I tell overly... you what, what does it leave then? Could I ask that? Uh, just roughly? About 50,000. About 50. 20. Clark. 40. Yeah. 40,000. 50,000, which is not mm. out of the way, no. is it? No, yeah. no. I mean, it, if you went to nine months, yeah, that, that, yeah. Well, that would please me. That's, a, that's a start. That's a start. That is. If, it is. You, if you look at renewal, <coughs> you could in effect earmark so much of this money um, for the ongoing maintenance and replacement of play equipment on our existing yeah. play areas. That seems to be a popular factor be, at the minute. Yeah. Rather I just think than it needs to be. Sorry. Yeah, so rather than just yeah. have to increase the preset to pay for something, mm -hmm. we should be managing yeah. our, our money and putting yeah. it in reserve. Because uh, the general reserve can be used for anything with no mm. restrictions. If we want to earmark money for, for various things, then yeah. effectively it is ring yeah. fenced. Yeah. Yeah. The council can't use it for anything else. And if you look at about, about it, the, the biggest thing that we're going to spend is re service in our play areas well yeah i mean look at the one where we're having to pay over a hundred pounds just to replace a gate, gate. It's, yeah, it's a thousand. Thousand. Yeah. they're the kind of things yeah. that we should be yeah. um, being prudent about and have a little yeah. pot of money set yeah. aside for that yeah but i think it's a disgrace this council when we spent 122,000 on a play area at church fields yeah. and what's it cost us nearly 12,000 to put it right and it's cost with vandalism it's and there's still more we've got to mend. Yeah, and you'll get it you'll get it everywhere. It is a that is an ongoing issue and you can't do anything about it, can you? Yeah. You can't. Yeah, I think. As it's damaged, take it away. Because you renew it, it'll be damaged again.
It doesn't matter how good you are. Frank, you can't just I keep thinking. I also questioned the Well, that's what we did. The build yeah, quality. Wrong. I, I questioned the build quality of, of, yeah. of church funds. Mm. Yeah. I think the you thing know, is, is we all agreed, and Councillor Pennington did did flight this up when church fields was being muted that it was an extortionate amount of money and this isn't the first time we've had to go back and repair it or take something away it is i've seen people repairing it is an ongoing situation it's like a car isn't it you carry on repairing yeah but it shouldn't be avoided if you take it away Think on, it's all, it's all right for me and you to talk but what about all these pensions on 86 pound a week Hey, and the cat and we shove the preceptor. Yeah. Not on, not on. Well, Every time. Parts, I think it? where we are now, because we've identified some items that we think should be earmarked reserves. So if they if they go into earmarked reserves, then we don't need as big of a general reserve. No. You're dead right. And the difference is with earmarked, it is earmarked for that specific purpose. Right. Totally rather than just yeah. being a general yeah. reserve yeah. that we can do what on earth we like with. Exactly. Mm. Quite agree with you. I, I do think that um, people look at the um, money that Fudge Town Council have got and, and I think we do think, why do they need this 200? Mm. But if it's clearly laid out, well, this is for this, this yeah. is for that. It, people would appreciate that this instance. if you come to this council and you say to us brought you up home we could do with some more cameras mm. oh they'll put them up but we have to pay a second time mm. to maintain they're massive, it they're massive them cameras aren't they? <coughs> they're yeah. fantastic yeah. so not before time so what are we going with Sorry. I'm, I'm happy to recommend that we adopt this yeah. um template policy the, yeah. the wonderland parish yeah. council yeah. i'll second that you yeah. should have you should, you'll have yeah. all had that with yeah. The, yeah, but, yes. yeah i think second that's that. a, a prudent sensible reserves policy and it's silk so you know it's yeah. tried and tested yeah, yeah. So we've identified some items. Burial ground, 50,000. Memorial path, 20,000. Yeah. Yes, correct. So that gives a total of 184,000. Yeah. We could also look at earmarking an amount for um, playground, playground equipment, replacement of playground equipment. Well, you can you could put another 20, 30 in there. Yeah. yeah. Out of that. Can I ask yeah. if you say you... We've got a ballpark figure for the, the memorial path. Is 20 enough? Or are we talking? You see, I'm, I'm not sure because the, the but, well, concrete, but then that wasn't for concrete, so yeah, probably so not. I was wondering whether you maybe put 25 for that, because especially if you maybe wanted, as, as Frank said, the two pedestrian, pedestrian gates, so you're going to kind of need it. And the other thing is, that I think, you'll, yeah, I think we're still a little bit light because we want this dais in front. Yeah, so I think if, if you're saying yeah. 30,000, you're more... Mm. You're more, it's a more sensible... Yeah. Well, I think if we put forward proposals to full council, that these are the, the things we'd like to earmark, and that could be the discussion. And then, that, the then that shows everybody. Nobody is falsely keeping any money back yeah. for anything because this is what it does. It, it earmarks the things for it. I'm just against spending it all for just for the sake <coughs> of spending it. Mm -hmm. And in the past, we've... We've managed to keep the precept down. Let's mm. just try and keep it down as it is. Yeah. I agree with it. Yeah. I just, mm -hmm. I yeah. just, I'm, I feel more comfortable because I didn't understand why we were sitting on that amount of money. Yeah. 
if we're going to ring fence it and we have, you know, clear ideas, the clear ideas of where mm -hmm. and why what yeah. that money's there for, that's yeah. not a problem. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that that would be better for everybody. So the proposal is that we adopt this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think maybe just one, one last thing. Um, I mean, the only the only thing this wider discussion that needs to be had is whether the reserve, the um, contingency, if you like, should be six months or nine months, needs to be a debate at full council. If you were to put it to, I'm going to put thirty there, so that be. If you were to put it for nine months, you would want one hundred seventy-two thousand two hundred fifty-six as general. Then you're 50,000, then you're 30, which would give reserves of 252,259, which is less than what we've got. Yeah. So six months, six months. So the trade off is whether we have, you know, earmarked the, what, 789,000 and have six months reserve. Well, I think, no, no, well, I think six months reserve. Well, then, so that's that that way, at least you've got, if, if you do it six months, then you have actually got. Um, an amount of free cash, if you like, yeah, you that you can got. use if something yeah. comes up. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, because mm. it gives you free reserve. The, the main thing is that we can we can um, go to the auditors and be honest. We have reserved this money because we know that we are likely to. Yeah, have the auditors would be delighted. I would think. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's not just. Swelling around in a high interest bank account. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you are. Uh, I know I am. I've got only half hour. So we're going to end up on that agenda item. You've got everything I'm happy you with need. That, yeah. And okay. what what have we decided then about whether we're going for six or nine months? Is that a six decision months for no. we're proposing I've, I've six months? Propose six months yeah. and see what we're so looking Okay, yeah. lovely. Can we leave the options on the table? Yeah, for the amount. Yeah, six or nine months. Yeah. Can we leave yeah. it for discussion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'll put the figures out. Yeah. Thank you very much. Right. Can we, um, sorry to the chair, can we get some advice from other towns on how much they spend on um, maintaining their parks, like Kingsley? There's no point, because no. you're not comparing light with light, because you've got one we've, park and... We've only got one park. I mean, I could, I could give you the figures for Kingsmead, but they've got 12, so yeah. you're Just not, for, like, on one park, or it... You, you can't, no. because some might have a swing, some might have a switch. Different sizes. Different sizes. Yeah. Different sizes. Yeah. See, in Kingsley, we don't employ anybody to do the monthly inspections. Unfortunately, with parks yeah. and gardens, it's not a template figure. No. And it's like when it was mentioned at, you know, and I respect that some councillors going out, getting quotes, and some are coming in really cheap... There are specialised equipment that we have to supply, mm. Mm. and there's only one person that can get those, and those are, that's the town, the town clerk, because uh, there might only be one company in the country that supplies that uh, that type of equipment. You might think you're doing it a favour by finding a cheaper quote, but as this council has learned to its peril, cheapest is not the best. Mm. By any means. Mm. Not only that, you've got to, it's hard to comply with all the safety records. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. where it gets expensive. Because yeah. Yeah. it's usually over-engineered, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Okie dokie. Yeah. Right. So, 
88 declarations of interest and code of conduct. I think it's become obvious at recent meetings that it's a bit of a woolly area of what you have to declare on your annual annual or your register of interest and what you need to declare um, of any business arising in the course of a meeting. Um, I've had a quick chat to Joe about this and we, I think we're of the view that we need to, we, we can leave the standing orders and code of conduct as they are, but we need to support that with a little bit more detailed guidance so that everybody understands what they need to just declare generally and then what as, as and when business comes up. Chair, can I just say that I've seen, because I was copied into emails this week, of a complaint and the way that those complaints have been answered to a resident breaches code of conduct rules. And I would like you to have, if you need to have another training session, you need to have another training session. But otherwise, we're going to be inundated with monitoring officers coming at us because that they've had complaints of the general public. There is a code of conduct, there is a way that you can say it, and we in public office have to realise that we are there to be knocked down. And if somebody has a go at us, there is certain ways that you've got to reply. Um, so I'm severely saying that um, we need to go over not just uh, the um, declarations of interest, which can, which can vary from one committee to the next, but the general, as the chair's just said, your general, it's not only you, it's your spouse, it's what you own, what you don't. I mean, mine is going to change in, in the near future because of circumstance. But I think also how we treat our residents and how we reply to a genuine complaint has got to be looked into because otherwise, you know, what, what are we doing? We have a correspondence policy. It's a very old one written by a councillor who's not. Pammy Taylor. Pammy Taylor. That's who it is. It's the author. It's very, very, very complicated yeah. beyond in, necessity. So the resident's written to you? No. And you've, no. Okay, well. So who's, who's written to a resident then? What's the. A resident? It's, it's responding to a resident's yeah. um, query or complaint. Is that from us then? Shall from we from town council? No, it's from individual councillors who have, have replied to a resident. Oh, I see. And the way that they've replied which the has not been... So what we're looking at then, apart from um, declarations of interest, we also need a sort of correspondence policy. Protocol. Yeah. yeah. Protocol. So... Right, so you're talking about a protocol that councillors would use? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. You see, we can't have every letter coming to, to be... Re if, if a resident writes to me, I would answer it. And I hope I would answer it in a correct and proper manner. We can't have expect you to receive every letter that comes on our doorstep. Is this a letter or an email? An email. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, well, that's something I'm happy to look at with Joe. Right. 
and we can prepare something. Well, I do think, Chair, that you're one of the fairest people I know, um, and you have changed um, the way that things go in the past. I think if you could put a template on to help councillors know that haven't answered to yeah. resident and to show that they've got to show an impartial and polite manner to the resident that is... Yeah, I think this is all, all about... Um, Protecting individual councillors' reputation and also that of the council, uh, so that we, we know. I'd give up. I am about hundreds. Like throwing water at me. Well, I'm happy to work with Joe to, to do a draft policy on both things, um, and then we can present them. Full to full, we can go straight to yes. the council next month if yeah. you like. I'll move that. Okay. Okay, second. Got it. Right, moving on to 89 allotments. Um, to consider a review of the allotment fees. Well, I, 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 straight away, Chair, I would um, make a proposal that we'll even as they are. We've started good by lowering the precept, and I think we should keep it up, the good work with the community, and therefore I'm proposing that we do not well, increase I, it. I, I don't agree with you there. Excuse me, the, the, the last yeah. meeting, we, last full council meeting, I thought we asked for the clerk to um, supply us with the actual costs of running the allotments for the last 12 months. And compare that to the revenue. I can't. Mm -hmm. can't, can't, can't do it. Because the maintenance I? is all within the maintenance contract. No, well, they've asked for stuff on top, like mm -hmm. um, trimming the hedge and maintaining that's, that's the That's the council's responsibility to do that anyway. Is I think. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. council. Yeah. But I, think we, right. I think we need to see sort of the income from the allotments, and um, I mean, I think we, we, we do need a ballpark figure of the costs to us. Because I, I don't believe that the when did we last increase the allotment charges? They certainly don't cover anything like the cost of the allotments to us. That's and it's, what it's not it's not just. I mean, we've provided money for paths. We've provided the IBC, the water storage thing. Did that go on the asset register? Our water storage thing. That I think the thing is, is that. We went to an allotment meeting, did we not, yeah. Councillor Critchley? And we got laughed out of the room because the price that we charge for our allotments are very, very, very small compared to other towns and councils um, and boroughs. This was over Staffordshire, Cheshire, Shropshire and Lancashire. Do you want me to get um, some local... That would be brilliant. Yes. That would be, yeah. that would be brilliant. I think that we have not increased the price, the rent of the allotments in the time I've been on the council. I don't know when the last time they were increased. But I don't believe that it's... Um, you know, I, th I think the, the people that are using the allotments could afford an increase. A, a modest increase. So the, where there is water supplied, the tenants pay, pay for the more. water. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, they yeah. pay for that. While we're talking about a lot, oh no, can't bring that up, can I? No. So, <laughs> but I think it's, we, we should review the fees every year, and I'm, I'm not talking massive increase, I'm not talking doubling. I mean, what do they pay? You'll never, you'll never catch up. You'll never catch up. A year. How much? 
32 pounds a year. Hartford is 25. Yeah, but we're... It's it's because another council's my doing... My sister's got one at Overlook St Michael's. <coughs> and her allotment's about 12 pounds, 16 yeah. pounds a year. Mm. It's ridiculous. And it's three times bigger than mine. And it's overlooking St Michael's. No, I think, you know, when you look at commercial allotments... Mm. Dare I say, bringing the one on Townfield Lane up there. Uh, 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 that's uh, over 100 a year. That's 250 oh, a year. Yeah. And they won't let you pay in instalments well, because I have same thing. Oh, was it? No, it's an allotment. Yeah, wait a minute. Of course it's an allotment, I quite agree with you. But look at the size of the allotments. And look what we provide. It's on his postage stamp. That's what you've got to take into I consideration. I think people that have allotments, though, they do it because they're growing their own food, aren't they? Because they've not it's got a lot of money. Well, oh, well, before I sweat like that, I'd go to Morrison's for my eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not get personal. No, I want it minuted that I'm against the rise of the allotments. Well, what we're going to do, Please. I'm going to look at the... Because we're not making a decision now anyway. No. Right. Um, I'll get some figures for you and bring them back to next PMP. Yes. Right. Okay. okay. I'd like to know why you feel the need to put the price of the allotments Because up. it hasn't been put up for donkey's years. But that's not a reason, is it? No. Well, the, uh, okay. one of the reasons is that the people that have got them can afford them to be put up. I can't. I'm not working. I'm asking for us to consider an increase and you know we need a bit of research on that so I, I'm not deciding they have got to go I'm just it's my view I think that they should go have there should be a modest increase from time well, to it's time. £2.60 a month, £32 a year is £2.66 a month. I'm not saying that they should be put up but I'm saying that if they come to the council for something that they need it and we've been approached, and I know we could never have it because it would cost an absolute fortune to have water put on London Road because United Utilities would charge a fortune. But it would enable us, if they did come, and they do come from time to yeah. time for something, it would enable us to say, well, yes, yeah. because you're paying so that we're going to give you the and best that I we can give the, you. the water storage facility that we paid for for London Road cost us around about a £1,000. I don't... It, it, before my time. Yeah. I think you're right. So, if we can just have a review. Yeah. Because that was the request to consider a review, not particularly an increase. No, just um, to look and see what we can do. Okay. So, agenda item 90, grant request for the Frodgeman District Choral Society. Why is, I, I, why is it on this agenda? Because it came in on the 2nd of February and the Frodsham District Choral Society asked me to put it forward. So I am. The reason why they're asking is because they've had a, a meeting with Lynn Riley and uh, Lynn Riley has suggested that as it's a special event and they're bringing a small orchestra and four soloists into town, there may be some grants they could apply for. Well, I think the members budget, possibly. Um, as a matter of principle... And the events on the 28th of March. As a matter of principle, we introduced our annual grant scheme to stop this ad hoc request for money. The only thing they we could have... We have a budget, and it's, you know, if we, if we spend it... Well, yeah, the only thing that they could have is if they come to the events committee for £250. 
Yeah. Correct. How much yeah. are they asking for? They're not asking for a figure at all. Well, the one well, thing is, is you can put it to the well, next. That's, that's well, right. no, because obviously they want the money now, don't they? Have we got an event We have got a next committee in two weeks, not next week, the week after. Yeah. Well, we do have that small amount of money that well, I said this would be ideal for things. Sorry? This what? was a sponsorship fund, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, be, I would be prepared to hear it as chair of the <coughs> event and propose it and you know it's a special occasion yeah, but wonder why they've not told us what they want what the fee is they probably just want some money towards bringing this publicity. orchestra for yeah. and publicity so maybe you know we could um, help out that Can way that's yeah. when the next event committee is in two it's on the calendar it's in two weeks on a thursday i thought we had a policy as well they should, uh, should oh, yeah, provide uh, accounts didn't we say? That was, that's for no, the that's for the main grants, right? Yeah. Uh, no, as a one-off, they could apply to the events committee for a sponsorship uh, budget, and the most they can get out of that is £250. 12th of March. Thursday the 12th of March at 3pm. I suggest, Town Park, that you inform them that that's the committee that it's got to go to. Yeah, but... So that they're not waiting on bated breath. Yeah, I need to know what's in the budget for that because we don't know what else might come in in the meantime. Well, uh, well, financial year ends on the thirty-first. Yeah, we have we have, we have not spent we've not spent anything out of that budget. Yeah. So we could give them two hundred and fifty. Unless we get any other requests in in the meantime between now and the thirty-first of March. Yeah, the likelihood of that's not going to. It's not going to. That's, that's, that, that's not going to uh, take what budget we've got. So. Yeah. Okay. Right. Ah, oh, ninety-one condolence book. To consider a quote for stationery for a condolence book in the event of the death of a senior public figure. You may have noticed from the local Facebook page that. Mrs. Pauline Scott is asking us not to vote for this. And there was a, another lady who's thought that was great that we shouldn't vote for this. What's it all about? This is our Operation London Bridge. If the death of a senior royal or a senior public figure. Thanks to David Attenborough or anybody. Okay. I know there may be one or no, two people in the town who don't like <laughs> the royal family. Yes. But I think as a, as a town, yeah. there's probably a lot of people who would want. Like, yeah. Condolence. Condolence. Yeah. The, the, the churches and the schools will probably be doing the same thing and I think it would look rather bad if mm. yeah. as a, as a yeah. town council yeah. we didn't want to do this. Mm. Can I ask how much a ballpark figure for a condolence book would cost? Yes, it depends on whether you want option one, two or three, whether you want embossed, whether you want leather binding, whether you want the council's Something. crest on the front. What's the lowest? The so lowest. Can I just, before we, you go into the Sorry, detail, yeah. the, these are guidelines that have been given to us by Cheshire West and Chester. I mean, it, it's filtered down from right yeah, from yeah. the top, well, but we, we've sort of had... Um, we haven't done the big bit, which is the whole policy. You know, who's going to make the proclamation of the death, who's going to lift the flag, who's going to lower the flag, all, all these sort of things. Um, uh, but at some point... Local councils will be expected to provide a condolence book. I think it'll look 
bad on us if we didn't do it, more than if just a Well, you know, exactly. if it came to that, I personally would pay for a condolence bill yeah, because I, I would be too ashamed. Yes. I, I totally agree. You might, you might be getting people who are maybe anti-monarchist or anti-whatever, but we can use this condolence book for anybody that we see fit. One of the things that they suggested is that it's a loose-leaf thing so that you can take out any pages where if anything unpleasant has been put in and you could work together with the schools and the churches and to combine them. collate them and have a, a combined... So, so Again, how much are we looking at? Right, depends on which option you want to go for. Um, and how many pages that you want. So if you wanted um, 100 pages, it's £196. If you want 4,000 pages, it's 270 This is just the paper. This is just the paper. And then you've got the binding on top of it and whether you want a crest or not on the cover or on our So we're looking at probably, page. what, ballpark 500 quid? If that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think it would, be, it would be nice to have simple binding. Yeah, simple so one. Yeah. Keep it sim keep Without it sim crest. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, and we could just have it in a loose Sorry. binder rather than leather. I would like the Frotchen B on it. I'd like the crest on it. <laughs> If you're going to do it, do it properly. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah I totally well, I mean, agree with you. I, I would keep it as simple as possible. Yes. So is it just held here? Yes. So yes. Yes. There, there are all sorts of protocols where the book is laid. It needs to be on a black tablecloth. There needs to be a photograph of the person. Of the, the person. person. Yes, so and then there would be a proclamation from the town to say the condolence book is open and there would be X many days to complete that. And it, yeah. it all really does depend on who the person is. is it's a bit like when the, when the Queen Mother died. Yeah, and then that condolence book would then go to the palace and they mm. would keep that in perpetuity. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it we should have a lot of storage. Sorry? It's wrong. Yeah. 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 When you look at through the years. And I mean, it's not compulsory for anybody to sign it at it's all. It's just there. Yeah. They want to sign yeah. it. I think we'd be very shabby as a council yeah. if we didn't. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. Right, I, I'll move it then. So we move, we'll go with yes. the crest and type, but there's other maximum charge is going to be £500. Pounds. Right. Yeah, it's something that you do when the inevitable happens. <coughs> you need to prepare in advance because that book is opened on day two, day one, right. being the day so of death. You need to have an order there ready. Once we, no, but once, we have to have it, no, we have to have it here. We have to purchase. We have to purchase everything. I think it's also the decision of whether we buy an official photograph, photograph no. yes. or an unframed one. But yeah. it has to be. Um, you can only use an official. Yeah. Have we done it before? Did we have one for Lady Di? I, I don't think no. so. The presentation I went to from Cheshire West and Chester said that they were taken unawares really when Princess Diana died. Yeah, yeah. So they now they've had their their system in place for some time, but they update it regularly. They had one up at Bay Royal Borough Council. Yeah. And I think you know it's obviously because um, you know some of our senior royals are in their nineties. Senior. So it's it's a matter. <laughs> Yeah, for the Queen nice. as well. It's more likely to happen yeah. soon. It's going to be a right. hundred, isn't it, this year? Right. Prince Philip. Oh, yeah. can't you? Like me. Some of our senior royals are still quite young. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I made it, I made it a proposal chair that we accept that and it's been seconded, seconded. by all those in favour. Yeah. Okay. Unanimous. So that is just that's agreed. That isn't something that has to be referred to full count. No, we can no. spend that money. Um, anything under Clark's items? The only thing I've got is a, a request from Community Speed Watch for a speed indicator device. Now, unfortunately, the coordinator has not put any contact details on here, so I don't know what, <coughs> what he's had a quote for. I've been on the website for this company here yeah. and can't actually find it, so I need more information. Is that John so, Roy? Yeah. 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 Um, so what, what is it he's after? It's a portable speed indicator it's device. It's my research. The thing is, if I can just enlighten the council, I had a meeting with Mr Lloyd this morning. Um, it's getting more difficult to get uh, volunteers to stand out and do this job. Um, and he was with our PCSO who agreed that one of these are, they do deter and they can act as two people. And we have earmarked budget um, for helping with crime and prevention uh, from our PCSO budget. And I think it's just one that is a no-brainer to keep uh, to keep it up. And I would say, Town Clerk, um, if you need to liaise with either Mr Lloyd, but the PCSO Neil Flanagan knows all it's about it. Uh, I'll speak to Neil uh, because like the, the, I've, I've looked at them online. Now what they're talking about here is it could be up seven days a week. When I've gone online and looked at the speed indicator devices and the portable <coughs> ones, they're portable because they're sat on a tripod. So you couldn't leave it unattended. No, that's true. I right. think so it couldn't be, couldn't be deployed seven days a week unless you've got we want the one with it seven days a we week. We want the one that advertises like uh, for newspapers that the one the V one, the, and it lights up when you pass yeah. it. Yeah, but it, it's entirely stealable unless you've got. Oh yeah, with no, it. Talked, we have one already. We have yeah. yeah. We've not we've not had any problems. John was going to um, John Lloyd was. Oh, was it Neil said to me that they would be chained to a lamppost? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. The thing is, is we've had one, we've had one, and it's working. We want yeah. a second one uh, to work with it. It is technically it goes to our speed watch team, but it is maintained and insured by Cheshire Police. And I need a letter from them to that effect. That's why I would talk to Neil if I were you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy for us to. Agree in principle, subject yes. to the. Uh, so am I. Move that. I'm all for it. I'll move that. Yeah. I like that fella smiling at me, but especially when the missus is falling so out on me. John, to make a note of his email address. What are you laughing at? You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming we we've, we've not spent our. Um, no, I'll double check. Safety. So you're happy to safety. pay the amount that yes yeah. Up to that amount. Yes. Unless you can. I'll move that. Um, yes. Locate one. You might. Um, with your connections, town clerk, I dare say that you know somebody that can get some discount. <laughs> yeah. But if, I mean, if we can pay for that in this financial year, then it's uh, finished and done we've, with. We've used our yeah. a bit more of our community safety budget. Thank you very much for coming in. Okay, so close. No, good time. Okay, so meeting close at seven twenty. Is that yeah? Yeah, it's seven twenty. Um.
next meeting, Monday the 27th of April at 6pm. Thank you, Chair. Cheers. Lovely.